Hey, welcome back to Pigeon Hockey. This is Chris and today's co-host, Sebastian. Hello, hello. And other co-host, Chud. Oh, we're still doing that? Okay, hi everyone. <laughs> and you know, so we don't claim to be hockey experts, but simply overzealous hockey fans love to play, watch, read, and talk about hockey. So be sure to follow us on Twitter to let us know what you think. And also be sure to comment and share any hockey games, news, or videos we should cover in an upcoming podcast. So as we promised on the last podcast, we are going to talk about what's occurring in the second round right now and uh, some of these hits and suspensions that have come out of it and the Nathan McKinnon show. So uh, I'm going to let one of you guys decide what we talk about first. Go. Ryan Reeves. Okay, Ryan Reeves. He's an amazing hockey player. He's so uh, good. Class act. Real class act. I would say guys like Ryan Graves would agree with me. I think of that incident. What do you guys think of the Ryan Reeves like cross-checking the back of the head of Philip Grubauer and then basically kneeing Ryan Graves into the ice well, and just being Ryan Reeves? I, I loved it mostly because it made people forget about Tom Wilson for five minutes. <laughs> I haven't forgotten. Okay, but uh, no. So, what do you think of the suspension there? I mean, he first of all, we talked about a lot on the last podcast. His hit from behind on Ryan Suter, sending him into the net. No suspension came out of that. Uh, was he even fined for it? No. Okay, which is absurd. And then he does this in the first game against Colorado and gets a two-game suspension. Two games. Uh, yeah, I mean, to, to me, I, I think they they literally gave him. I mean, it was a nine-minute penalty that he yeah. ended up getting. Nine minutes penalty. No, neither have I. And the fact that they actually called intent to injure. They never call that. Yeah. That's like that's yeah. like beer league crap. Like, well, an old man's upset because he's losing by four and he's got to uh-huh. go home and he's upset or whatever. And or kids like just like literally little kids just beating the crap out of each other. The fact that they had to hand out an intent to injure penalty, and then you know, especially to a guy who, even though people say, oh, he doesn't have that much of a of a track record. Well, that's fine, but. You know, if if a guy only stole from, you know, only been caught for theft seven times, it's not that much of a record. Let him go because he's exactly like it's just, it just drove me nuts. I mean, he literally was trying to punch through the ref. He cross-checked a goal in the back of the head, and he was dropping his knee on the guy's head. I get it. You don't agree with what Ryan Reeves did on his, or yeah, Ryan Reeves did on his shot, or sorry, uh, Graves did on 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 his on his body check. I get it. It, it could have been called interference. It to me, the puck had just left. The hit happened. The guy was admiring his hit. It is what it is. I don't care what side of the bar you're on. Give that guy suspension if you need to. Okay, so let's just say what's the suspension? Two games. So how do you give someone else two games for literally dropping their knee on their head on the head when they're on the ice to a guy who last year is just basically threw an old man into the net teeth first? Like to me, and I know. I mean, there's proof. There's pictures of George Peros and. and and Reeves out there that they're buddies. So two games like that to, that to me is just it's just ridiculous. You see, best to, to jump on that, you know, Chris and I had this really long discussion during the, the Wilson shenanigans. And I think what we came to the conclusion of is we don't want to see people get injured. And in this league, especially if you're a strong dude, and I looked up, I think Ryan Reeves is 6'1", 220. So Reevesy, I got three inches and 50 pounds on you. But anyway, in this league, if you're a big guy, if you're a strong guy or or anything, if you're talented – you have to be able to control yourself. And I think what we saw, your point about the intent to injure, not only is he not in control, he's not in control to a point where, where he's not even just hulking out. Like he's going after people in a way where he's trying to remove them from the game. And this is not the first time he's done stuff like this. 
Like he has nope. bragged about injuring people before. That's his personality, and that's something the NHL should be concerned about. If that's his way of playing hockey is, you know, going out and injuring people. Yeah, you can be an enforcer. You can do the things that an enforcer does within reason when you can control yourself. And like you said, talking back on a Tom Wilson conversation, he can't control himself. And Ryan Reeves seems like he can. He just doesn't want to. There's a big difference between what Tom Wilson and Ryan Reeves get paid because Tom Wilson's actually a talented hockey player with a real big problem being smart on the ice. Where it seems like Ryan Reeves might actually be fairly smart as a hockey player, but doesn't care. And that's a dangerous hockey player as well. So, so two quick things there. And then, Seabass, I also want to hear your take on this. Because, I mean, you're around a lot of young people playing hockey. So you probably see a lot of, you know, stupid emotional play, too. Not that, you know, kids are dumb, but you're not quite fully developed yet. The the thing uh, that I that I would say here, look how well the Knights played when he wasn't there. Yeah, they, they, the first game, I mean, he was gone. They still lost. But like, in my opinion, they played better. I think Grubauer helped the Avalanche win that game. And the second game, they played better and they won. And, you know, I, I'm reminded of Evander uh, Kane. He, he tweeted at Ryan Reeves and he was like, hey, you know, it'd be even a bigger punishment. Make him play 20 minutes in a game. He's <laughs> just a great singer. But it's the point. Like, he doesn't have. We know why he's on the ice when he's on the ice. It's not to score goals. It's a problem when the NHL isn't going to address players and actions like Ryan Reeves and his actions. And they just kind of brush it over or they let him get away with more during the playoffs. Like, oh, it's a playoff. So this might have been like a six game, seven game suspension in a regular season, but it's a playoff. So let's just give him two. And then you you look at what players are getting suspended for and I understand why Kadri was suspended and he deserved a suspension, but Kadri got eight games for his hit. And yes, he has a history, but Ryan Reeves also has a history. And what I thought Ryan Reeves did was a little bit more methodical than Kadri just sliding across the ice and making the last second decision to be stupid and going for a player's head. Ryan Reeves thought about what he was doing while he was doing it. That should be more games. That should have been more than two games. That should have been more than eight games. He's, he's no, he knows what, what he's doing. And that leads us right into Shifley being all upset or saying it's pretty, what, pretty harsh, his, his four-game suspension, for basically just trying to kill Evans. Thoughts on that hit? I'll let the uh, – I'm going to call him Bud. It's a mix between Ben and Chud. I'll let him uh, go first on this one. I've got, I've got a, a lengthy thought on this one. Oh, here we um, go. I'm curious to hear what you say. I, I think, in, in my opinion – you know, I don't really have a dog in this fight, so I feel kind of neutral. I will tell you it's rare that a member of my family tweets or texts at me or, or tries to get in touch with me. My mom, who is an elementary school teacher, she's a big hockey fan, but she just sent me a link and goes, oh, my gosh, dirty play. And, you know, my mom doesn't really get involved in this stuff once once the Capitals are out. So, so that, I think, tells you that it's, at least in my book, a pretty noticeable thing. I don't think – I honestly don't think – uh, Scheifel thought he was preventing a goal. No, 100%. I, I, I think he knew the goal before. was in, and he was like, well, let me at least make it hurt. Like, I don't think it's quite Dale Hunter, Pierre, Pierre Turgeon. And, you know, Hunter's one of my favorite players, but that, I think, was the ultimate. And Turgeon's one of mine, so, yeah, it was. I mean, it was awful. It was absolutely a low-class, <laughs> yeah. scummy move by Dale Hunter, and I think Scheifel, this is not quite there, but it's pretty close. And I, I'm, before Sebastian goes off on what he will inevitably go off on here, uh, I will agree with you there. I mean, watching it live and just knowing it's – I thought he's not – what second thought you have as, a, as, a, as an athlete, and I'm sure people have it in many things, but 
I was watching that play in that split second going, he's not going to do what he's about to do, is he? Because you saw him going full throttle, and you, you you knew in that moment he wasn't going for the puck. He was going for Evans. And when he hit him, I just thought, okay, he killed the guy. <laughs> like, he direct contact, skates off the ice, for the leap, into the guy's head. I really just thought he killed the guy. And I was like, okay, this is this is going to be this is going to be really really bad. And he's he's concussed. And Evans had this problem last year with a head injury as well. So he's he's not new to head injuries. And here he goes, just getting destroyed by again another really smart hockey player that knows better and has no history of doing this. But he was also angry the entire game. You saw he was just he was in and out the entire game. He was just angry, and you could tell he was angry. And when this empty net was guaranteed to be buried he just decided to take that anger out on the most available player and that just happened to be evans completely exposed and i thought four games wasn't harsh like he thought i thought it was a joke i would have double digited him in instantly that was that was brutal and i think i think back to who was that player that took out marion hosa during the olympic not the olympics during the stanley cup playoffs and he got 25 games for it the guy who's constantly doing it i can see his face because i think he was a saber at one point too Tor- 25, torres yes rafi torres gets 25 games for his hit on hosa and i thought this hit was worth it i thought what he did right there and, and it's more dangerous again like with ryan reeves it's more dangerous when they know what they're doing versus when they're not tom wilson just loses emotional control and that's dangerous but when when you're head hunting and you're trying yes. to hurt someone that's different yeah, 100%. So, again, not within his character, and I 100% do not agree with anybody reaching out towards his family or his parents. That's disgusting. Leave the family members out of this when it comes to a hit like this. But him himself, yeah, he he need to be suspended way longer. Okay, Sebastian, go so, for it. So, Sebastian, oh. do you actually do you disagree? Like, I'm really, I don't think I knew this. I'm curious to hear where you're coming at it from. No, I do not disagree. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> um. Yes, Jake Evans should have protected himself. I'm gonna start with that. Okay, I, I not that I agree that it's his fault whatsoever. That's not where I'm going with this. Yeah, because I was gonna ask how, how does he protect himself? He's he's burying the game right there. He's securing. He's, he's, the he's burying the game. The thing is, is when you shoot, you should need to have your head up. I mean, he should have. He had time to go around the net. He should see K. Shife was coming at me at 400 miles an hour. Um, I need to kind of watch out for myself. That I agree with. I think he had his head down. He was in a vulnerable position. Even if Shifley, when it came from the other end to hit him, if it would just been a clean hit, normal hit, I think he still ended up being in, in a little bit of pain because his head was down trying to bury that goal. He he was more worried about that goal than his own kind of safety. But again, then you flip that. There's no way in hell did he think Mark Shifley is going to escape from Carey Price's crease all the way to the opposite blue line and then coast all the way through and kill me. Zero yeah. percent. He he did. Did he go? Okay, Mark Shifley's on a murder streak here. He's gonna come try to murder me. Mark <laughs> Shifley was pissed off the entire game. He had just yep. gotten a penalty before. You can tell he was mad. He he literally he he looked like he was on some kind of drug because his eyes were popping out of his head. Yeah. At all times. I've never seen that look on his face no, before. I, he's I've just, never. He was, he's pretty calm and cool, collected, and that's why he's an alternate captain. So he was just playing a different game. Absolutely. And to me, the, the people that say, like, I don't even know, like, I'm so like, I need to like, so let's just start from the start. So he literally comes from just basically underneath Price's crease, not directly, but if you're looking across the line where he is, he makes, he doesn't, he doesn't stop striding until he hits the blue line. So he goes through 
basically the, his offensive, he goes to the offensive zone, he goes to the neutral zone, and he starts striding in the defensive zone. And then he hits the guy. So people are telling me, well, he didn't stride since the blue line. That's not charging. Okay, no problem. I'm going to drive my car 30 feet at 120. The last five feet before I hit you, I'm going to actually just let go of the gas, and I'm going to hit you with my car. And then when your legs are broken, I'm going to tell you to toughen up because I wasn't even touching the gas. Yeah. Like, it makes no sense. He's still coming at you. And the thing is, people say, well, the charging rule, the charging rule. The charging rule has nothing to do with how many steps or skate strides someone takes. It's about speed and space. Mark Scheifele knew exactly what he was doing. You can see it, and he makes no effort to poke the puck away off the stick. He's going for that hit. Now, people say, well, look at the initial contact. It's through the body, and he doesn't leave his feet. Okay. The initial contact, it does look like the shoulder hits the body. But then he throws the elbow through the face, basically breaking the guy's jaw. And then he's going in an upward trajectory to the point where he hit him so hard that he came off his feet. To me, to go an upward trajectory, I'm not sure. I'm not as athletic as Mark Scheifele is, but I need to load to jump. I can't just jump. Like, I'm sorry. Like my, I can't just tell my body just, okay, levitate now. Like, I, I don't know if Mark Scheifele is on a different level, but he loaded up into that hit. So, yes, he's leaving his feet to make a contact. It just, I'm honestly, I've had discussions with people that have told me, well, no, I think it's a clean hit, and this and that. And I saw a perfect view. It was, from the, it was from the reverse angle. They basically showed him going through all the zones as fast as he can, lock on to, to Evans, and just absolutely throw that hit. I think that the suspension is too short. I thought for sure, if you're going to give Kadri eight games, yes, Kadri has a pass. I get that. But to me, the speed and space that Shifley covered to come make that hit shows intent to injure to me. I mean, he was going for that hit, and he was going to say basically, he maybe didn't say, hey, I'm going to knock this guy out and give him a concussion, get him stretched off. He wanted to send a message. Exactly. I'm going to send a message so next time that guy tries to do this or next time, next game when we play them, they know that, hey, if you're going to come into our zone, you're going to take some pain. To me, that's still intent to injure. So to me, I think the NHL went soft on him. I don't agree with people going after his family and all that. And but at the end of the day, again, like I absolutely disagree with that. Do not. I mean, it, it's that this one player made that choice. It's on him. That being said, the NHL is too soft on him, and it's laughable that he thought that he wasn't expecting that suspension. That's like literally me walking up to somebody in front of a cop, punch him between the eyes, and saying, "What do you mean I'm getting charged for assault? I didn't expect this." Yeah. <laughs> that was really, really well articulated, CBS. I, I think that was uh, just awesome level of detail. I think your your perspective is great. I mean, what do you think about like Chris's and I's definition about control? Like, like is the issue that we're seeing that people are losing control, or or is there something else going on? In this case, I, I definitely think that like you mean like the, the player himself, like Shifley, lost control well, of it. Well, I think you know to to kind of restate it, our point where it comes to players that need to get suspended and the NHL needing to crack down, people need to be in control. When it comes to Reeves, Reeves Absolutely. lost it and was trying to hurt someone. Shifley yep. lost it and was trying to hurt someone. Kadri was it? I don't know what he was feeling, but it looked like he was trying to hurt you know the the other player. Like, if you cannot control yourself, I don't want you in the league. No, and I agree with that. I mean, that this is – and I mean, Shifley, again, has never done anything and got suspension. I mean, I, I watched a thing one time where he doesn't even swear. He says, like, shoot and, like, gosh darn it. And, like, a, a referee <laughs> asked him why he doesn't swear, and he just said, like, he used to get in trouble. Like, his parents doesn't he have pet tricks. goats? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So, so maybe that's it, because, like, goats run into each other all the time. <laughs> maybe he just thought Evans was a fainting goat and he was going to scare him by knocking his head off. 
Yeah, but that's the thing. It's like I, I understand if a player has a history, you want to keep punishing them harsher and harsher and harsher. I'm completely down for that. If they're not learning, Tom Wilson, you know, they need to get harsher and harsher penalties till they're out of the league. I don't think that just because it's his first suspendable action, and maybe he had suspendable actions in the past that weren't, you know, actually giving him a suspension, but to give him only four games for this level of a hit i thought was just again i thought Perro should have been fired a long time ago but with the reeves incident followed by this incident i thought okay for this one they're finally going to send a message that this is unacceptable because everyone everyone in the hockey world was talking about it like ben's mom was talking about my it. mom guys my mom <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, just think it's so inconsistent. It's ridiculous, and, and I mean, yes, Peros I think is a bit of an issue, but it's been like that forever, and I think it almost needs to be like player safety needs to come from a third party at this point because yep. it needs to be someone who's fair and neutral, has nothing to do with the game, yeah. and yep. I mean, it needs to be someone who understands the game. I mean, for example, like you're not going to suspend Corey Perry for what happened to John Tavares. No, that, that I, I was an absolute think... accident. There was no issue. Like to me, it was clear cut. You know, it, it just bang, bang, play. Nothing would happen. I, I don't want someone being like, well, he hurt him, so it's a suspension. No, no, it needs to be someone who understands the game. But at the same time, can step back and say, okay, well, if you watch the game from start to finish, even just the third period, Mark Shifley is getting more and more and more and more mad to the point where he's on the ice in the last final seconds and literally goes and decapitates somebody. Like, to me, like, you got to look at that and say, okay, you clearly had intent. Yes, it wasn't intent because you, I mean, you didn't have a clear mind. You you were mad and that's how you acted. But however... I can't, I can't justify exactly going and punching someone in the head and just being like, sorry, I was just really mad. Like it just, you can't do that. So again, he needs to be suspended, and I think it should have been more. Um, and honestly, I, I hope that, I hope Montreal just sweeps the series and he still has to serve a game next season, just as a, as a, as a middle finger flipping him off a little bit more. And and I think it's important to say too, you know, to Evans and uh, the, uh, the other players who are involved in these. Yeah, we hope we hope you guys are get okay. I just checked on status. I think Evans is recovering. But I really hope it doesn't impact their career long term. The thing is, head injuries are going to. That's yeah, the problem. That's so. That's why head injuries aren't being taken seriously, and they need to fire Peros. And I agree with y'all's assessment that I think at this point they need to have a third party involved. Hey guys, I'm available. Hit me up. <laughs> I'm a Sabres fan, so I'm not partial to any team. Trust me, not even my eyes. Available. Yeah. Yep. His uh, Ben's mom is available. Hey, don't uh, say it she, that way. That sounds bad. <laughs> Ben's mom is available. JB's hey. mom is available. No. Oh, guys, breaking news. Nathan McKinnon has scored three more goals. He's, he's not even good. Yeah, they're not even playing tonight. He's already scored three more. Dude. Yeah. Good news story. That kid is good. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I figured this kid would eventually be okay. You know, just kidding. I mean, I, I can't believe he's he's at another level and i know in the last podcast we talked about that's what everyone thought mcdavid would turn out to be and honestly mcdavid still has time once edmonton trades him he's an amazing talent the year he had was just unreal but edmonton needs more depth than just mcdavid they they need to build a full team and if mcdavid isn't part of that plan in the future which i can't see why he wouldn't be they just need to do something better with that but going on to a talent that's still playing currently because his team hasn't been eliminated i have not seen a player of this level in the playoffs i'm trying to think of any other player that's just been this impressive in the playoffs in recent memory i mean if if people are are kind of 
maybe someone hasn't been watching him or whatever, just watch the goal where he basically takes, uh, you know, a, a cross rink pass and then just basically goes from zero to 7,000 million miles an hour yeah. and just makes, literally just makes the defense look like they're standing like in cement that is completely dry. And he just walks in, does a nice little move and pops in the back of the net. Like he's making grown professional athletes look like they should be playing peewee hockey at the skill and speed he's using. It's, it's honestly disgusting. Like I, I honestly, I, I hope, I mean, to me as a Canadian, I really want to see, I, I honestly, I think I want to see the Habs win the cup for Carey Price for me. That that's at this point, that's who I want to see. But if not, I mean, McKinnon deserves a cup. Like just this guy's, this guy's out for it. I mean, it's, it's like, it's like the summer of Ovi, but it's like the playoffs of McKinnon at this point. I'm rooting for the Islanders at this point. Uh, truthfully, I can admit it now that the team's out. I was rooting for the Maple Leafs, and it's really harsh for me to say that amongst uh, so many people that hate them as well as my wife despises them. Everyone I know despises them. I'm a Sabres fan. I despise them. But they had so much talent on that Maple Leafs roster that really, really deserved a cup. But it did, really did, did that suck. Talent, did that talent forget that the playoffs were on? Because I think that's what happened. I think they did. So okay. no, I I really don't care about the Mariners and 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 you know those other guys that are supposed to be really good. I cared about like the Joe Thorns, the Wayne Simmons, the Jason Spezzas, those guys, man. Ah, <sighs> they've all gotten so close and just haven't been able to haven't haven't been able to get their cups. So I was disappointed to see the Maple Leafs truthfully get eliminated. So I shifted to the Islanders, and really at this point, it's just so that uh, Tavares can watch his old team raise a cup. So yeah, yeah and hopefully Tavares is doing better. I've heard he was skating and everything, and he's back to being in good condition. So that was that was good news. As much as good. I don't like the guy, I still want him in the league because if I don't have anyone to hate, I have to find a different player. So right now, Tavares, it's you. So get better so that I can despise you. But Hey, can I, can I make one more shout-out before we start to wrap here? Yeah, for sure. Did you guys catch uh, Nikolaj Ellers trying to shield uh, Evans? Yeah, yes. that, was, that was good. What a class act. Way to go, bud. Like, just yeah. you're not thinking about team. You're not thinking about petty, stupid stuff. You're just like, hey, there's a human being on the ground. Guys, be careful. Come on. Yeah, that was really good on the refs and Ellers right there to to step in and protect him because the ref jumped in there right out the gate to try to keep players off there, and then Ellers just jumped in there and, and shielded Evans from any other potential players just falling on him because they're heated at the moment looking to defend him or just fight. So, yeah, really good stuff there. That's good Good notes to end on there is McKinnon just doing Nathan McKinnon stuff. And, yeah, I, gosh, they have a lot of good talent on that team, too, that I'd like to see win a cup. But regardless, I think the playoffs, the last eight teams, deserve to be there. And it's going to be really, really interesting to see how this unfolds. Definitely tell us what you think. You know, Do you disagree with our assessments of uh, the hits? And if you do, I don't care because you're wrong. I think <laughs> so if you think I'm wrong, tell me because I can't wait to figure out what your dumb reason is for saying it. any of us are wrong on these suspensions and lack thereof truthful or, or that my mom is wrong. How dare you? Yeah. Ben's mom a is available and she's, she's not, not available. She's what, no, does she not want to work for the national hockey league? No, she, that way she's available. What'd you, what'd you, what'd you think I was trying I, to say? I, you know, I don't want people like, you know, oh, hey, can I call so, up your mom and take her out to seafood dinner? You know what I'm saying? So what you're telling me is your mom would put the NHL before the children she's teaching? Oof. Oh, I'm going to get in trouble for this no matter <laughs> what now. Oof. Mommy! 
<laughs> so thank remember, god she doesn't listen to anything i do for, for good reason yeah i don't think my parents do either so but yeah i think if again ben's mom's available national hockey league and i'm available national hockey league fire george peros he's fire a, as a as a player safety person time to uh move on from that guy let us know what y'all think again this is uh sebastian Keep your sticks on the ice. Chud. My mom's available in NHL. <laughs> <laughs> and we're Pigeon Hockey, and we'll catch you next time.